Broadcasting from the KC Coyote Studios, you're listening to Live with the Mayor on 102.7 KPGZ and presented by Carney Trust Company. Carney Trust, 310 West 92 Highway in Carney. The phone number is 816-628-6666. And now here's the host of Live with the Mayor, Mike Davis and Mayor Bill Dane. And welcome to Live with the Mayor. We have the honor and the privilege of having Mayor Bill Dane with us in studio today in the KC Coyote Studios here on a lovely day in Kearney. Along with the mayor, we have Mac Porter. Mr. Mayor, would you like to introduce him further? Well, um, Mac Porter is one of my good friends to begin with. You said he adopted you. That's most important. (laughs) Well, I guess I didn't work so well. I'm trying to get him to adopt me. Um, Gosh, Mac's been in our community probably 66 to 70 years. 66. 66 years. Um, Business to the east of town, which uh, um, really anybody who lives in Kearney, you're kind of silly if you... uh, Or if you've driven by on 92 Highway, you've seen Porter Lumber. If you go down to to Liberty thinking you're going to get a better deal, you're wrong. It's kind of like thinking... If I go to Liberty and get on their radio station, it'll be better than 102 points. Well, we know that's not true. Well, it's because they don't have a radio, but you're right. <laughs> oh, good. The standard's still low. <laughs> <laughs> hey, first, before we uh, get too deep into this, I want to thank uh, our friends down at Carney Trust Company. Love those people. Mr. Keith Doss. He got a truckload full of money. I can hear the motor starting up right now. Yes, yeah, he's leaving the bank with it. Yep, Head, heading but, to my house maybe. But there's still a little bit of money left down at uh, at the bank. They're, they're great people. <laughs> if you need to learn, go see them. And once again, thank you guys for um, um, putting on the conversations with the mayor. I just love being in these palatial mountains on the west side of Kearney up about 1,500 feet overlooking the city of Kearney, snow on the caps out there, and then this palatial studio. I'm telling you, you gotta get, you got to start giving tours of this place. Um, but we thank you guys for, uh, for uh, putting this on every week. Well, we thank you for being here. I look forward to this every week. It is the highlight of my week. And, uh, and again, thank you so much to uh, the folks at Kearney Trust for sponsoring this show and, and being a part of our family here at 102.7 FM. Well, I want to talk to this good-looking guy next to me here, Mac Porter. Uh, Mac, I think you mentioned before we went on air that you had been in business for over 66 years. Is that correct? Well, I'm going on 66 years. June the 12th will be 66 years. My goodness. And uh, when, when you started this company, uh, tell me tell me your idea, your thinking about uh, and why you thought it was a good idea to start a lumber company here in Kearney. It was a good idea because it was the only vacant lumber yard uh, in the country. Uh, I was a t- coach and a teacher, math and science, and coached all three sports. Uh, won all three championships that year, wow. and uh, the school board uh, made a terrific offer. They offered me a $100 a year raise, and I had <laughs> taught an extra subject that year, which I was not uh, paid for. And... Uh, I had special words what they could do with that contract. <laughs> and uh, they said, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to go in business somewhere, some kind of business. Well, how are you going to do that? You ain't got no money. I said, that's right, I don't have any money, but I have ambition. And um, I was in phys- top physical condition, and uh, I, uh, my sister told me there was an old lumberyard in- empty in Kearney, and I looked into it. Yes, they would rent it. They rented it to me for $50 a month. I had three checks coming of 250 each from teaching. Uh, I was making 3200 a year. And uh, so I, I, I rented the building. Uh, Dagley's had a 1948 Chevy 14-foot flatbed. And... Uh, he sold that to me for $50 down and $50 a month for 18 months. So uh, <laughs> I had a truck and a building, and I was in business. Well, that sounds terrific. I, uh, and I think just the, here, when I hear the prices, the, the numbers that you rolled out there, that tells me that they are, uh, that's, a, that's a 
far cry cheaper than one might find the same thing today on all counts. Hey, Mac, how, how did you find your way to Carney? Well, just like I said, my sister told me there was an empty lumberyard in Kearney. I didn't know anyone here. Well, I did. I knew Bob Whipple from a Boy did, Scout trip or something. Did you, uh, yeah. did you arrive by train? Oh, no. I had, uh, I had a car. I mean, they paid me enough to buy a car. <laughs> I owed $800 on it. I had 750 coming. So I was really only, uh, I was worth $50 less than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're worth a, a, a far cry more than that right now. And my goodness, you look like you're in pretty good shape right now, too. How young of a man are you, if I might ask? Do what? Uh, how young of a man are you, if I'm I can 90. ask? I'm 90. 90 years old, and you look terrific. Day. All right. Well, happy birthday on Thanksgiving. You just look terrific, Mac. You really uh, thank do. Thank you. Uh, uh, I had a great partner. You did. You did. Uh, uh, she's deceased, but... Uh, uh, and I have to say this: uh, she would come back and kill. Me. They, uh, she worked in a lumberyard. Uh huh. And I hung around there a little bit. Oh, okay. Before we were married, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, learned a little bit about the business just from osmosis, you might say. And uh, I uh, first sale I made was the Ar- the uh, Rockle House in Arley. And I'll never be able to repay the, the Rockle family for uh, buying their lumber for a new house. And I didn't know doodly squat about it. I, uh, a salesman from St. Joe come down uh, Saturday and helped me, showed me how to figure a house. And uh, that was it. It was not, I was a math teacher, so I, once he showed me that, how to do it, I, I went around and studied how the people built houses and what went where, and uh, uh, and I, I, I turned out I could bid them faster than about anybody. So you're telling me uh, that kids need to pay attention in math class, right? Yeah, I, I was a good teacher. I, I, I imagine you were. I, I still have, uh, I go up every once in a while and I walked in one day at a reunion, 50-year reunion, and the superintendent of schools was one of my football players. And oh, my. Uh, he stopped the meeting, and he said, I want you all to know the reason I'm here is because of the gentleman who just walked in. That is quite a legacy, and uh, I know there are a lot of people in this town who would agree with me that uh, you have uh, indeed... Uh, been been one that uh, everyone in this city can look up to and uh, i'm sure there's a ton of kids out there who who were either students or players of yours that would uh, that would agree with me so uh, uh, tell me some of the things the stories i'm looking at at, at mayor bill across from me and he's kind of he's got a little bit of a twinkle and a smile on his face so i think there's some stories that he knows about oh there, Porter. there are stories that mac can relate to you uh, <laughs> some of them might even be true yeah well now, wait a minute. If you're going to put restrictions on what I say. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you keep it clean, it's okay. <laughs> Mac, you uh, you were married for, what, 60 years to Mary 62 Ellen? 62 years. 62 years. How did you meet her? Oh, <clears throat> I, was, uh, I was up at, at Highland, Kansas, where I was teaching. And one of the clubs kept... Uh, uh, a recreation program. They wanted to, so they paid me two hundred dollars a month for two months to stay and have all the baseball teams and the playground activities and square dances and horseshoes. And I got acquainted to the mayor. I imagine. And that. he had uh, a jeep, and I needed to haul some dirt in to make the horseshoe pits. And said, "Why don't you see Dr. Bradford? He's got a new jeep." So I. Uh, I saw Dr. Bradford and told him what I said, and he said, well, boy, that is fabulous. Here, here's the key. So I had his Jeep all summer, and uh, so uh, he made a remark. He said, uh, you know, um, they had a little hospital there, and above the hospital he had a, uh, well, it was a dance hall, and he had all this equipment, sound equipment, and he had... Uh, couples in they had to have a nice steak dinner and we'd dance after he said why don't you uh, come to this uh, on Saturday evening uh, get here about six o'clock mm-hmm. and uh, 
uh, okay. He said, well, you know a lot of the people there. So uh, the the lady that uh, I married, uh, she had an, uh, a suitor, and they had a very serious, it was a serious deal. Mm. The doctor didn't like him. Mm. So I come in, and everyone there was married, except uh, this Miss Gilmore and Mac Porter. <laughs> well, it was pretty obvious that uh, we were kind of thrown together, and we danced an evening, and she could follow me, which was rare, but, uh, <laughs> and then uh, she had just bought a new car, uh, a 1949, 1950 Chevy, mm-hmm. and uh, I had parked up at the restaurant, which was about a block and a half away, and walked down. Yeah. And as uh, we were leaving, she said, well, uh, where you parked? I said, well, just around the corner. She said, well, hop in. I'll, I'll give you a ride to your car. I said, okay. <laughs> so uh, we got around, and back then, the front seat was a bench seat. It didn't have any right any hazards between yeah. the driver. <laughs> I, 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 and, I know uh, of what you speak. Uh, and uh, so uh, about uh, <laughs> three hours later, I, I got out and went home. And uh, uh, so uh, uh, she invited me out to uh, their home for Sunday dinner. And uh, my goodness, uh, it was old hen and noodles and mashed potatoes and, you know, it was my kind of stuff. And, sounds good right now. And uh, we hadn't done anything wrong yet, so uh, we, uh, <laughs> I, I guess the, uh, the, uh, the guy that she had this relationship with uh, has kind of disappeared. And, uh, and well, we, were together, you. we were together ever since. What a wonderful story. Uh, yeah, was, and this is true. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it is a terrific but story. We, we we had a great time, and uh, we uh, we had so many victories. Uh, she was going to help me at the lumberyard, but see, Craig was born uh, on the thirteenth. I opened the yard on the twelfth. He was born on the thirteenth. Oh my! And uh, and we've been open, but she stayed. She was a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, yeah. And did a wonderful job. Yeah. She. Uh, yep. Uh, we didn't have any money, and you know she uh, certainly didn't spend a nickel. We didn't absolutely must do. Well, that's rare these days, you isn't know? it? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and she could have been, because she had a job and her own money and her own fancy clothes, and mm-hmm. the people in Eidenbenders knew her by her first name, and that was an exclusive dress shop in St. Joe, mm-hmm. and uh, but. We had the best dressed kids in school, but she never paid full price for anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, before I switch subjects on you, we were talking off the air about um, the 1940s and the music. And you, I'd never heard this phrase before about slow dancing. What, what did, how did you refer to that? Belly rubbing. <laughs> so the 1940s slow dancing was belly rubbing. Yeah. Uh, our, our football coach called it. We're talking to Mac <laughs> Porter. kind of describes it. You're on the live with the mayor right now. We've been talking to Mac Porter and uh, a wonderful, wonderful uh, uh, conversation going on with him. And we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, what is it, belly rubbing? Or, Belly, belly rubbing? Is that what? Belly rubbing. Belly rubbing. Belly yeah, rubbing. We're going to talk about belly rubbing off the air. We're going to get ready to take a break. Stay with us here on Live with the Mayor, 102.7 FM. We'll be right back. Carney Trust Company is your hometown bank. They began operations in 1882 and have been part of the community ever since. The people of Kearney Trust Company work for the people of Kearney. They provide capital to people and businesses so they can achieve their goals. Whether you know exactly what you want or just need someone to talk to about your dream, you can speak with them and work out the issues. You may just be getting off the ground or ready to move into your brick-and-mortar building. At the end of the day, a real person is there for you at Kearney Trust Company. Information, speed, and convenience are all valuable commodities in our fast-paced world. For Carney Trust Company, technology is an addition to, not a replacement for, the personal banking relationship they like to have with their customers. 
The people of Carney Trust Company focus on and try to fit the needs of all of their customers. At Carney Trust Company, you'll work with passionate hometown people who want the best for our neighbors. They provide financial solutions for people to forge their own paths. Carney Trust Company, with two locations serving Carney at 310 West 92 Highway and 701 Watson Drive in Price Chopper. The phone is 816-628-6666. Carney Trust Company, banking you can trust. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Live with the Mayor here on 102.7 FM, live from the KC Coyote Studios here in Kearney, Missouri. And we've been talking to Mayor Bill Dane along with special guest Matt Porter. And Bill, uh, as we were going through the break there, you mentioned to me that uh, Mac has been a part of helping a lot of kids in Kearney throughout the years. Uh, let's talk about some of that. You know, it's not just in Kearney. Um, it, his reach has been broad. But before I do that, um, there's a wonderful story that Mac r- related to us, and I'd like for him to share that about uh, a 17-year-old kid uh, in the Army taking a test and going to college and meeting a man. Right, right. The interesting thing about it is uh, this, this story is about one of our sponsors, in fact. It is. It about is. the sponsor of this very program, and it's about Kenneth Dawes. Okay. Well, I was mentioning, uh, you mentioned the Carney Trust Company at the beginning of this uh, program. I just want you to know, uh, the Carney Trust Company, how important they've been to this community. And uh, when I came here in 1952, uh, uh, let, me, let me back up just a minute. Uh, I met this uh, young man named Kenneth Doss at Brookings, South Dakota at South Dakota State College, we were both, he was from Tyna, Avalon area, and I was from Smithville, Rocky Point, Paradise. Uh, and uh, we, we had terrible, uh, it was a terrible program uh, in as much as we had to take 22 hours credit in 12 weeks. Hmm. And uh, in those 22 hours, we had five hours of algebra, five hours of trigonometry, and five hours oh of physics. And uh, Kenneth was in the fourth section. Now, he came from a small high school where he hadn't had high school algebra. Now, you start off with college algebra and college trig and college physics without high school algebra even. There wasn't any chance you to pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kenneth Doss was the only one in section four that passed. Mercy. And uh, he not only passed that, our next semester was 12 weeks. We had analytic and calculus and physics, too, and he passed that also. So uh, what do we have? We had the smartest guy there. That was Kenneth Doss. Outstanding. And then you were, and, too. And uh, mm-hmm. when I saw him here in Kearney, all those memories came back. And uh, he came to Kearney to coach basketball and teach mathematics. And the kids were lucky that had him a mathematics teacher, I'll assure you that. Now, Mac, you mentioned that you, you neither of you were from Kearney when you no. originally met. And you know, that, what, a, what a coincidence. I saw this guy. It was seven years later since I had seen him. And I saw that walk. Now, you know, two people walked like that. And uh, I looked him up the next day, and he had quit teaching, and he was working on uh, building B-47s over what's now the Ford plant. Yeah, okay. And uh, he did that a while. He and his uh, brother-in-law opened a filling station where uh, the red uh, the pharmacy is now, the X, here at the junction at the southwest corner mm-hmm. of uh, 9233 Junction. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he looked terrible all the time. They changed oil and... Sam Kelly, his father had passed away, had owned a trust company, came down to my store and said, I've got to have someone to help me. I can't hire anyone uh, that are very smart. And I said, now, I'm going to tell you who the smartest man in town is. That's Kenneth Doss. I said, now, don't you laugh. I know he looks terrible, but we could have... Get a haircut and get him a suit and clean him uh, up and keep him out from under cars. <laughs> he looked great. And uh, he came back two weeks later and said, Well, 
I'm holding you responsible. I've hired Kenneth Doss. How about I that? said, you will never, never be sorry. What? Now, what happened? Sam Kelly got cancer about six months later, mm. and uh, it was fatal. And the people, uh, the trustees, thought enough of Kenneth to make him number one guy, mm. much to the disappointment of some other people who had been there for years. Oh. And uh, I, I, you know the rest of the story. Yeah, it's uh, a great was, one. I don't know what this town would look like if it hadn't, uh, if Kenneth Doss hadn't been in charge of that bank. Wow. Uh, you what, know, uh, uh, yeah. l- let, me, let me say that Go ahead, Bill. both Kenneth, Kenneth and Keith have made a big contribution to our mm-hmm. community. Like Mac, had those two gentlemen not been in Kearney, we would not be close to what we are today. Mm. Not even close. Yeah. Mac, you, uh, you've had a big involvement with children, with kids, from your days when you were a coach um, to teaching, but something touched you, I don't know, a few years ago, um, and you decided you wanted to get involved in building some arenas and, and helping some kids go to school, and actually, I think you began the first, uh, you got the first uh, full ride uh, in the state of Missouri, maybe in the country, uh, that's a credit to you. Can you talk a little bit about all those things? Uh, Full ride thing. Well, okay. We, they, uh, we'll start with the rodeo. You're, you're, you're mixing up two stories here. But uh, <laughs> the first story is at Missouri Valley College. Uh, there was uh, three guys there. One of them was named, last name was Porter. And he was from Iowa. Uh, cowboy boots and cowboy hat. And they said, and I was on the board, and I'd, they knew I'd listen to any story. And they said, we need, uh, we need a a rodeo facility. Wicked and the college was in bad financial trouble, I'll just tell you. And uh, if we had a stable where we could house some horses, uh, we would get a lot of students. So uh, they kept talking to me, and I messed around with the design and messed and got Tom Clemens. One of my employees that was uh, he was only with me 45 years. Oh my! I gave him a uh, a a, stu- a what do you buy a program and they teach you how to draw blueprints, and he got to be really good at it. And uh, he drew the plans for the stable. It was 220 feet long. It had a, a 40 foot center and uh, 10 foot on each side for stalls. So we built this 80 horse barn. And uh, sure enough, it was a field of dreams. You built it, and they came. Uh, they and the kids built it. They just oh my. we had a uh, we had a maintenance man there that had been he he'd had union cards about everything, and he supervised that. And those kids drove every nail in that building, including the trusses. We built the trusses right there on the ground. Uh, I was a good friend to Harry Merlow's, and. <clears throat> He was head of Louisiana Pacific. I want to drop some names there, but uh, some of that lumber I never get billed for. <coughs> but uh, today they have an arena, and we built onto this twice. And we'll get you some water here. Uh, take 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 a little break there, Mac. That's a great story. So uh, I mean, the thing that I'm looking at is. Uh, just the fact that all of these kids took it upon themselves to, as you say, to drive the nails and to put the put this entire barn together, which, um, I mean, to me, it shows one thing. It shows that they had a, a huge interest in, in either a rodeo or the construction of barns. Now, was, the, 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 was this an intramural, intramural-type rodeo, or did you have uh, rodeos, uh, people, cowboys, and participants come in from out of town, or what? how did that play out? Well, let's try it again. Now then, <clears throat> they, uh, we had, uh, the last time I knew, they had 90 students uh, in this rodeo program down at Missouri Valley College. And we built onto that stable twice. And now then, I, we built another, uh, the ladies didn't have anywhere to go to the bathroom, so we built a clubhouse, uh, which I furnished all the material and plans for. 
And uh, since then, another one of my buddies built, we built a Porter Brown uh, building for to house uh, 50 of these students on the, near the near the rodeo store. And one of the uh, implement dealers in town last year furnished the money for a arena. Oh, is that right? Oh, just recently then. So yeah, uh-huh. okay. so it, it it's it's known nationwide. Oh, I'll be done. And uh, it has, uh, what all of a sudden, we were drawing people from Montana that owned ranches and uh, western Kansas and Arizona and wherever they have ranches. So, so just so I understand, this it, it is part of the curriculum now? Or? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. We have a business ag major. Oh, all right, I got you. Okay. And uh, these ladies, uh, did you ever see 20 acres of uh, of diesel trucks and 24 to 30 foot trailers mm-hmm. when these kids come yeah. to school they take 20 acres to park their equipment yeah yeah <laughs> to, to bring all their animals and, 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 yeah, and, and we and brought equipment. that class of people to the college that don't ask for free rides yeah interesting all of a sudden we had athletes paying their own way right and opening well, Lady Mayor, she got me one day, and she said, I just got to thank you. I said, for what? I said, what you've done for our community. I said, I didn't do anything for you. She said, oh, yes, you brought all these wonderful young gentlemen to our town. She said, they'll, they'll see me walking up towards City Hall, and they'll run to get to City Hall before I do so they can open the door for me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and she says, they tool around the square and it's dually trucks, and they never break speed limit. They always drive, uh, stop at all stoplights. They're great models mm-hmm. for our young people. Well, as, as you, and they can as see you are. And Kiwanis is having a pancake supper. They'll be out there at 6 o'clock to help him set up chairs. And uh, so they're just a wonderful addition to our community. Right, right. You know, it occurs to me, Mac, that uh, you, you are a math teacher, a former math teacher, and... And an athlete and coach, and I think uh, when I think about about those disciplines, it occurs to me that uh, that those are disciplines that, well, frankly, it, it takes a lot of, uh, I think, self motivation, self starting, and uh, well, and discipline in and of itself. And so, uh, I think some of that rubs off. And there, but there is uh, there there's something else I think that you offer, uh, as as many good teachers and coaches do. And there's a, it's sometimes it, it's hard to define. Uh, you know what? What do you think it is that, that that some of these kids see in you? What 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 motivates kids because you're their coach or you're their teacher? I think there's something well, specific you have. I just love doing it. I mean, they they, they get uh, 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 get something from it, and I get ten times what they do uh, mm-hmm. because I just love to see. Uh, make a difference right my dad told me that he didn't get to go to college he didn't finish grade school Uh, he was really an intelligent guy hard worker and he told me when after I got my diploma from a college he says you have quite a key there and a tool I said what are you talking about I never he's never had a serious thought in his life (laughs) he said you have open doors and when you get inside, uh, you're going to be able to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Indeed, and you have. So that's uh, you know uh, uh, the big thing is I've been able yes to make a difference financially. Yes, and it wasn't always that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other story he was alluding to was uh, my I had a good friend named Bernie Little that owned Miss Budweiser. Mm-hmm. I sponsored a boat race here, lost a lot of money, but uh-huh. uh, I gained a great friend. And uh, a great friend and August Bush and his Bush family and uh, and he was being inducted into the Racial Alger Hall of Fame, and he said, "Mac, I'd sure it'll be honored for have you at my table in Washington." So I did, and uh, the chair, cha- the chairman that year was a guy named Harry Merlo, mm-hmm. who uh, came from nothing, and was a billionaire that owned Louisiana Pacific. And uh, but anyway, uh, he he helped me a lot. But when I, they during this, uh, they were inducting Ben Carson, 
end of this Horatio Alger Hall of Fame that wow, year, yeah. and I got to meet Ben and mm-hmm. visit with him, and that's another story. But uh, uh, they had 75 high school seniors. Mm-hmm. Now, the Horatio Alger, if you're not familiar with that, all his books, uh, the, the, the hero always started with less than nothing and uh, was succeeded. Right. And uh, I went all these hardships. Now, these 75 kids started talking about how they got here and what kind of life they'd had, and it just been terrible. One lady, one girl saw her dad kill her mother with a oh, pistol, wow. and, uh, and it was just all the bad stories. And they were going to give these kids $5,000 for college fund. I mm-hmm. said, well, that won't never work. Mm-hmm. So uh, I called the president of Missouri Valley College. I said, Earl, uh, I know we give uh, athletes, or students who are not the best students in the world, we give them free rides. Why don't we take a flyer and give these kids uh, free rides and, uh, and uh, they'll be your campus leaders. I mean, these, are, these are straight-A students that know how to go through uh, bad, bad times. Yeah. He said, well, okay, get as many as you can. Well, the thing was over, but the next morning was breakfast. So I was there, and here I am walking around tables, uh, offering them deals. They could uh, come to Missouri Valley at no charge, free rides. And a uh, real pretty lady saw what I was doing, and she came up and introduced herself. Her name was... Uh, she owned a, a cosmetic firm, Mary Kay. Oh, I'll be darned. How and about that? she said, boy, I sure admire what you're doing. Uh-huh. You're giving these kids free rides. You're going to have competition next year. So, uh, I, uh, they, uh, so I did, but the wicked long story short, uh, we recruited 10 of those kids. And today, and we all got free rides, today there's 241 colleges and universities that offer these kids free rides. Oh, the first one was uh, an idea there and uh, the college willing to take a flyer. Wow, great story from a great man. Mac Porter is sitting right here in studio with us today with uh, Mayor Bill Dane on Live with the Mayor. We're getting ready to take a break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Carney Trust Company is your hometown bank. They began operations in 1882 and have been part of the community ever since. The people of Carney Trust Company work for the people of Carney. They provide capital to people and businesses so they can achieve their goals. Whether you know exactly what you want or just need someone to talk to about your dream, you can speak with them and work out the issues. You may just be getting off the ground or ready to move into your brick and mortar building. At the end of the day, a real person is there for you at Carney Trust Company. Information, speed, and convenience are all valuable commodities in our fast-paced world. For Carney Trust Company, technology is an addition to, not a replacement for, the personal banking relationship they like to have with their customers. The people of Carney Trust Company focus on and try to fit the needs of all of their customers. At Carney Trust Company, you'll work with passionate hometown people who want the best for our neighbors. They provide financial solutions for people to forge their own paths. Carney Trust Company with two locations serving Carney at 310 West 92 Highway and 701 Watson Drive in Price Chopper. The phone is 816-628-6666. Carney Trust Company, banking you can trust. Member FDIC. And we're back with Live with the Mayor here on 102.7 FM right here in Kearney, Missouri with Mayor Bill Dane. And we've been visiting with Mac Porter here in studio. And, uh, Bill, I think you were just talking about uh, if, if I wanted to, I could I could go to Mac's office. And if I asked for anything at all, he would get up and go find it for me. Oh, no, 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 not find it. He would walk to whatever pile it was in, <laughs> peel X number of pages back, and there it is. I and see what you're saying. You. I got the hey, I want to share another story about sure. Mac. You know, he's told you the big, uh, big stories, but, mm-hmm. but Mac gets involved in a lot of small things. We had a young man in our community um, that was in need of a, 
an operation that, that could only be done in New Zealand. And um, the community kind of came together and said, okay, let's, let's try to raise enough money to, to send this kid over there and see if, if we can help him. And Mac called me and he said, Bill, why don't you, uh, why don't you use my golf course? He said, I'll give it to you free. And he said, uh, host a, uh, a tournament out there and, and we'll put together a lot of money. And so we did. And at the end of that, Mac said, now, you're going to need airlines tickets. I said, oh, geez, you're right, Mac. I don't know how we're going to do that. That's going to be expensive. He said, I'll get back to you. So a couple of three days later, he called me and he said, now, here's a telephone number. He said, I want you to dial this number. And when the gentleman answers, tell him what you need, and he will tell you, yes, as long as you don't tell who this is, I'll do that for you. So, all right. So I go back to my office, and I pick up the phone, and can I tell him who it is now? Yeah. Okay. So I pick up the phone, and I dial it, the number, and uh, the, the gentleman picks it up and answers, and he says, Augie Bush. Well, that wasn't exactly what I said. <laughs> it was an old man. It was like, oh. <laughs> so, you know, I, I had a wonderful conversation with him. I uh, told him what I needed, and he said, absolutely. You got round-trip tickets, three of them, uh, all the way from here, from from Kearney to there and back. And, um, you know, I didn't do that. It wasn't me. I just made a phone call. Yeah. Mac Porter had set all of this up uh, with his contacts with Mm -hmm. the Bush family. I had convinced them to make these contributions. And, um, you know, we were very successful with that young man. I've since lost touch with him. I don't know. um, Well, I think he moved out of our community. Uh, But um, um, that's just an example of what Mac has done. Now, I'm probably going to embarrass him a little bit, but that's okay. Mac has the biggest heart of anyone that I've ever met. He can't say no unless you screw him. Now, if you screw him, he not only says no, he screams it. Sure. But if you work with him and if you treat him right, there isn't a thing he wouldn't do within his power to help the needy, the family, the the event. Um the school needed to put in artificial turf. Uh, this gentleman made a sizable donation wow. to artificial turf. Oh, that's great. I wanted to put in an amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Uh, this gentleman put uh, a sizable donation into the amphitheater that was built. Um, the, the, uh, he came to me one day and he said, um, you know, um, I got five or six acres uh, on the west side of 35 that kind of nestle up to your, at that time, Northland Park. He mm-hmm. said, I want to give you that land. Oh well, you know, even then, five or six acres of ground in the city of Kearney was not chump change. Right, yeah. So we, uh, we were able to, to do that, and then... We built a baseball complex out there, and Mac came to us, and he said, uh, you know, you've got this wonderful baseball complex. I want to donate the, the, um, um, the bathrooms, the concession stands. He said, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build all of that for you. Mm. Well, uh, you know that the park north of town is called Mac Porter Park. Yes. And it's not just because he built a concession stand. It's not just because he gave us five or six acres of ground. It's not just because he donated to the amphitheater and donated to the um, school. But those things and all of the others that we've been talking about today, um, this man believes in the city of Kearney. Uh, He is a... uh, he loves the city of Kearney. He spent his entire time here. And uh, you know, we, we love Mac Porter, too. Now, Mac had a brother. Um, and we want to talk just a little bit about that. Sure, go right ahead. Um, 
Mac, uh, why don't you tell us uh, about your brother and and uh, well, he was my hero. He was eleven years older than I was, and we had to share the room. And uh, I, uh, from time I was probably four or five, and we slept mm-hmm. together. And mm-hmm. frankly, he didn't think anything was too good for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, went to. Uh, this is a long. I'll try to cut. Just cut a lot of this out. But uh, he went to California when Consolidated opened. Oh. Uh-huh. When they first started building B-24s. Yep. And uh, half of Smithville went out there, and they stayed in his apartment until they got their first paycheck. And and uh, he uh, uh, was a hell of a man. He was captain of the football team at Smithville when he was a junior. Mm-hmm. I got the paper. Uh, Democrat Herald, and he was had people tell me that. Of course, I didn't mean anything to me when he was 17. I was I was just six, so I right. didn't know how great he right. was. But yeah. they told me he was the best football player that Smithville ever had. Wow! But uh, I remember one uh, evening, uh, was his best friend was home on furlough on uh, World War Two, mm-hmm. and uh, his name was Junior Rule, and uh, Junior was a B-24 pilot. Uh, but at that time, Howard had, was uh, on the upper echelons of Consolidated Volte in San Diego. And uh, later, on uh, a fateful evening, uh, a B-24 that Junior was pilot of didn't make it home mm. and it crashed in the, uh, in the channel. Mm. Uh, two weeks later, Howard enlisted he was 28 years old. He was an accomplished pilot, and they took him. And in World War II, they didn't take 28-year-old people to be pilots, mm-hmm. but they took him because he was already trained. And uh, he ended up in the ATC, Transport Command, and uh, was flying uh, gasoline to uh, Chenault, the Flying Tigers, over the hump. and. Uh, uh, then later they were flying troops to Chiang Kai-shek, and uh, 14 planes uh, were loaded with troops and uh, to re- zero visibility, and of those 14, eight of them crashed, mm. and he was one of them, and he oh, lost boy. his life in Kunming, China. Mm. And... Uh, I bought the depot from the railroad when they took the, tra- the trains out mm-hmm. and uh, used it as a uh, storage for millwork. And uh, when the VFW was trying to form, I g- donated that depot to them along with uh, a sizable sum of money to put it up in the shape and all new windows and trim. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's there today, and I'm proud of it. And uh, it's named for my brother, the Howard oh. Porter VFW. Yeah, yeah. What a terrific story. Um, you know, we, uh, all of us, I'm, I'm sure our hearts go out uh, to you and uh, certainly uh, back, with. Back to this uh, mm-hmm. August Bush thing. Mm-hmm. People don't have any idea how much money that man donates to things. Uh, with if you don't tell his name. Isn't that funny? As just this uh, way that worked, he and the Southwest Airlines owner or chairman of the board mm-hmm. are great quail hunters. Oh yeah, together. Oh okay. They hunt together all the time. So all he did was call the guy Southwest, said I need three tickets, and that's how that all came sure, about. Sure, that's done. Yeah. Chairman of the board of Southwest and August Bush, and uh, I don't know what those tickets were worth, but more than a little bit. But that's how that all went down. There's a lot of great people ahead of great organizations. No doubt about that. And one of them is Porter's Building Center. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, there are times you get to, we, we sit in these radio shows and uh, we talk about stuff and we have a good time doing it. But uh, i got to say, this has been a just, this, this is an absolute pleasure to have a man like Mac Porter sitting right next to me and to hear some of these stories. And, you know, there are dozens that we could continue to talk about well, for sure. I'm, I want to I want to share a personal story. Sure. And Mac may not remember this, but uh, his younger son was quite the 
uh, track star. Oh. Um, I think he ran hurdles, if I remember. Mm-hmm. Kent. Kent. And my daughter, uh, at the time, was 13, and she ran cross country. Uh-huh. And um, we were at one of the events, and uh, for some reason, Kelly had her shoe off, and she had a blister on her heel. And this man walked past and came back and sat down beside her, and he said, uh, I, need to, I need to look at that. So she, you know, we're sitting right behind him, and we're thinking, we don't know this guy. Mm-hmm. And he looks at it, and he said, well, he said, I've got some salve, and i got some bandages. And he said, we need to get that bandaged up before it becomes a real problem. And from that day on, Mac kind of took Kelly under his wing. And uh, at every event, he'd, he'd check her feet, make sure they were yeah. okay. And if they were bad, he'd, he would uh, wrap them up and put some kind of magic potion on the heels. I don't know what it was. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's not just the big things that Mm -hmm. Mac gets involved in. Uh, He cares genuinely about kids, about taking care of people. Yeah. Hey, folks, we're talking to Mayor Bill Dane here on Live with the Mayor here on 102.7 FM, along with our special guest, Mac Porter, who's uh, had some great stories and obviously has uh, has quite a heritage here in the, in the town of Kearney. Hey, I did want to mention real quickly, too, that uh, you can listen to us. Uh, if you're not listening to us over the air, you can listen to us via TuneIn. If you go to the TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com and search KPGZ, and uh, you can listen to us uh, anywhere in the world off of that app or if you're online. Uh, getting back to the show here, Bill, uh, I'm sure there's a couple more stories you can tell me that maybe, um, you know, let's let's cheer it up a little bit here. Well, all right, here's one for you. I was sitting in City Hall um, probably a year ago, maybe 18 months ago, and uh, Mac walks in the front door and uh, now is Mac a regular participant in these in, in some of the meetings or over there at City Hall or Mac doesn't need to be he lets it lets it be known okay how he feels about things gotcha okay <laughs> but in this particular case he walks in the front door and loudly says to me hey I moved into town you know why I said no Mac how come he said so I can vote against you <laughs> True story, Mac. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fortunately, the election hasn't come up since he's moved to town. <laughs> well, Mac, what got you interested in teaching? What what was uh, what what made you? Oh, I was I started as you can tell. I taught math and science. Mm-hmm. I started to be an engineer. Okay. And uh, I was okay athlete in high school. I was. Best all-around senior class. So, so you did. But I didn't you, know I was as good as I was. You were what? Baseball, football, basketball. Well, I, I football, track, mm-hmm. and, and I, when I started college, uh, uh, I played basketball in the service. And I was telling somebody this morning the story about uh, Captain Parfit, and I was captain of the uh, team at West Point where I played as an enlisted man. On the on the post team, uh-huh. and I won't go into it's a long story, but I checked up on him, and Captain Parfit ended up to being a major general, and uh, was governor of Panama. Mm, I just checked up wow. on him here just a few months ago, and he's passed away. Mm-hmm. To talk to his wife, mm. uh, but but uh, they. Uh, well, here? you were interested in gen- in engineering. Oh yeah, and, then, and mm-hmm. I, I got involved with uh, a, a guy named Volney Ashford was our coach and it probably one of the finest gentlemen I've ever met mm-hmm. one of what a fantastic role model he was mm-hmm. he and his wife he taught every one of us how to be a gentleman not always uh, didn't always take but uh, we <laughs> sure as heck had a model yeah. we knew we knew how gentlemen acted <laughs> yeah. and uh, I decided, well, I think I'd like to coach. Yeah. 
So I changed to education, and uh, those subjects were the boring, most boring things I ever took in my life. But I had to pass them to get a certificate. Right. So, But anyway, that was it. I had a role model and just decided I would like to coach. And uh, boy, we had a lot of fun. We, I had some, we never, I started a football program. I had kids that had never seen a football game in 1949. Mm -hmm. But uh, back, second, back year, second year, we lost every game the first year except we tied one game, six to six. Oh boy. Next year we went through undefeated. Oh, and the town thought they invented the game. <laughs> this was back in the leather helmet days, right? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. No face mask. Oh my gosh! Uh, but boy, we had a lot of fun, and uh, they still the kids still around there. They're almost as old as I am, and and uh, they still call me coach. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, I can certainly see why. Yeah, you've obviously had a, a great impact on a lot of people, a lot well, of kids. And, I hope so. Yeah. I, I, I loved every minute of it, and I would have died an educator mm -hmm. if they had given me a decent uh, raise. If they'd have raised my salary 600 instead of one, I'd have probably died an educator. Wow, yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, yeah, for, for a lot of teachers who, who will know that all too well, it's you don't go into the – the teaching business for the money for sure so uh, you know there's there, there are other rewards as you've uh, yeah. talked about here earlier so well uh, hadn't it hadn't it been fun it, it really has I, I mean this has just been so special i mean to, to, and, it, and i didn't get him into all of the stories that he's got yeah yeah uh, no it's and you are a terrific storyteller we, we would uh, love to have you back I, I just seem like i've always been at this right place at the right time to make a difference yeah that is uh, well spoken, and I think it is. Uh, you know, it, it is. It's a testament to to your career and and where you've been, folks. You've been listening to live with the mayor here on one hundred two point seven FM in the KC Coyote Studios. We're broadcasting live, and uh, really enjoyed the special special visit with Mac Porter. I hope uh, I hope if you don't get a chance to listen, to, didn't get a chance to listen to it today, that you'll listen to it on our podcast and uh brian will set that thing up for you on the facebook page and you'll be able to get right to it so you'll be able to hear this i did want to give a special thank you to pete chaston who's been working the board for us today and uh, done a terrific job uh brian is uh, going to be out i think for the next couple of weeks or maybe next week i'm not sure next couple of weeks we're not sure two weeks yeah and uh, Pete will be in here helping out. So uh, thank you, Mayor. It's been great having you today. And uh, Mac, thank you so much, Mac. It's been a pleasure to meet you. Come back with us all next week, and uh, we'll see you then. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.